start. Okay, there you go. Hey. And okay. We are, ep- we are live yes. and online. Episode three of the Nameless three. Podcast. The Nameless Podcast. And uh, um, quick question: Have you? Did you have a chance? Because I posted. I did some. I did some uh, post production. Just in, I posted it just you know to where you could listen. To it. Have you had a chance to listen to? Any of the previous ones at all, or have yes, you, yes, you... I I didn't spend the you know I didn't listen to the entire thing because you know why would I want to listen to me talk for two hours? You kidding me? That's this, my this, dream. This, I listen to it on loop, great, just over and this, over again. This is a this is a great advertisement for the podcast, by the way. I don't want to listen to it. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, see now that's is that like reverse psychology, like. Uh, like you know, they open the restaurant. That's like oh, we have the worst food. People are like, oh, I gotta go there. It's like, you it's know, like, don't just don't can, listen. Don't how listen. How bad could it really be? You know? Yes. So if we tell people not to listen, it's horrible. Then they'll listen because it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, they can't tell me not to listen. Fuck it, I'm gonna listen. But uh, it is Trump's cool. America. So <laughs> up is down and left is right. Exactly. But orange is still orange. And, Oh, and uh, apparently in charge of our military. So. Oh god. All right. Well, let's swing back around. Okay. So episode three, um, and this is not like Star Wars, where episode three is the sixth movie. Just to point this out, this is in fact the third <laughs> episode. <laughs> the third episode. Today's date is uh, June seventh, two thousand seventeen, I believe. Uh, it's I actually it's now. actually the eighth. We've uh, oh June. Over. Yeah. Yes. We are yes. after midnight, so it's yes. June eighth. Correct. But. So. Uh, What's going on? Before we get started and freeform thoughts, uh, quick shout out to Audacity. Audacity just made, and this is just to let you know, um, Audacity is free uh, audio editing software. So I, I took our double end. This in the biz we call this a double ender, where we both record at our perspect at our respective ends and then we put it back together. So I've been using Audacity. It's completely free open source software. Thanks guys for all the hours you've toiled. I used Audacity to put them together. And do a little noise reduction or whatever. Uh, what else? What else? What else? So yeah, that's it. So just uh, I got plenty of topics to talk about, but uh, whatever, whatever. Just uh, Ab- absolutely. I'd like to uh, thank our first sponsor, Audacity, because uh, apparently we're we're giving a plug. But uh, hey, you know what? If if they made it, if they made it possible, we should give credit where credit is due. So uh, would you call them a sponsor? The I mean, they are they are an enabler. They are a, a facilitator. Because they did, they provided us through you know the collective work of open so- uh, software developers working open software they provided us with the ability to present our podcast as of right now nowhere because it's only been posted on our personal file, <laughs> file sharing accounts but as soon at some point they're going to be posted we got to get to that but we got to figure out where to post it do you okay so do you have any, well there's uh, so much to talk about before before we talk about that. Um, do we have it? We still have no name for our podcast. Uh, apparently not. We still have we have we have yet to uh, brainstorm that idea. Uh, although although uh, right now yeah. I think this I think this week we'll call it the double ender <laughs> because double that sounds that sounds dirty. <laughs> Speaking of my bachelor party, <laughs> I thought we weren't supposed to. Oh, that's okay now. <laughs> my wife doesn't. My wife knows all about them. I have a very cool wife. Oh yeah. The okay. only advice she gave to me was, "Don't come back with any diseases." 
It wasn't. It wasn't even. Don't sleep with the strippers. It was. Don't come back with diseases. <laughs> but also, see, just a little window into to to my psyche because she knew that there wasn't really a worry f- for me. You know, messing around with the strippers for many many reasons. Number one, I'm sort of a minor germaphobe, so I would be a little bit hesitant to do that. Anyways, and second of all, you've heard the expression "kick a lay in a whorehouse with a fistful of dollars." That was actually <laughs> coined, you know, for me. So, <laughs> well, well, I, I, I would, I did have to say they were quite, they were quite late, and they were quite in the rush to get out. Yes, yeah, seriously, it's just like, but you know. How long I, did I honestly need? More than forty-five seconds, anyway. So yeah. no, not really. I yeah, just think so, it, I don't think it was anything personal. I think they had some big fish that night, and we were yeah. we were small fry. I uh, the only thing I was throwing at them was two-dollar bills. I think it's appropriate <laughs> that I share it with the world that I wanted to just do something a little bit different. So I went to the bank before a couple of days beforehand, and I got like forty dollars in two-dollar bills, so that I could throw nothing but two-dollar bills at the stripper. <laughs> It's like, how do I have, okay, it's a bachelor party, but what else, how could I zazz it up a little bit? $2 bills! Uh, you know, you know, one of, at least one of them, if not both of them, was, was a porn actress. Uh, she gave her name. I, I, I actually looked it up, and it, yep, yep, there, there she yep. was. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this. Yes. Okay. Yes, I, uh, I might have done some, as we call it, research in there as well. <laughs> but, uh. Oh, good times. Yeah, my life is an open book. Yeah, well, that's what the podcast is for. So, And again, so like my wife knows all about this. Very cool wife, you know. Okay, but, good. Uh, let's see. What was I saying? Okay, so we're talking about that. There's that old age moment. We're talking about... what? The, how the hell we even get on the subject? We're talking about posting shit online. What? We got a backup because there was a point to Double this. enders. Double enders. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. Can I actually like do a space balls and like listen to what we've recorded so far during the recording so I can just get re- refreshed? <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, hold on a second. While recording, I'm also going to listen to the what we've already recorded. Whoa, that was cool. we got to do that sometime, like live stream to ourselves. Ooh. Oh boy, that's that's more that's more Fuck. technologically advanced than I'm capable of. Some kind of time or but double ender. So you want to call this week's episode? It's called the double ender. The I, double ending. I would suggest that we call this week's episode. Since again, again, I'm playing on the last the joke from last week. It's the I'm going to use something that's free now. It's the John Stewart Animated News Network podcast. <laughs> I don't. Did you hear about that? I I, I heard that it got it got it got canceled yes. because. It, things are happening so fast under this administration that there's no way that they can keep up. I guess because yeah, they basically would have to do like live animation. Yeah, uh, that's... and I was very, I mean I was very very bummed. By the way, you know no nothing no disrespect because I was very very disappointed that that was canceled. But that doesn't mean. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's done, though. Correct? I mean, that's well. They said that he's gonna he's gonna have new projects at HBO. You know, just... yeah. Th- this pr- project got got you know canned, but I'll be honest with you, I don't think that's uh, that's not really what I wanted to see from him anyway. Um, I I don't know. I had no idea what it was gonna be. So yeah, no, I I know, but I'm 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 thinking animated. It's I don't know. It might have been cool. I would have watched it, but. I, I guess I kind of just want 
the behind the desk, you know, comedy news that he used to do. But yeah, but he's look, obviously he's looking for something different in his life because yeah. it just took a toll, right? He, you know, it was took. He, he was saying it was. He said he did twenty two minutes four days a week and it destroyed him. And yeah, you know, he wants to spend more time with his family and like you want to see your family grow up. And should I totally get there, right? Yeah, and, but, and it uh, destroyed him under what was only the second worst president of our lifetimes, George Bush. Oh, my God. Think about what... Oh, my God. The good old days. The good old days of George W. Bush. Oh, my God. You know, it's like... I. It's like... It used to... You always see those those memes on the internet. You know, it's like they always say, Miss me yet? They'll show a picture of Bush like, yeah. when Obama oh, was... Yeah. Miss me yet? And yes. When Obama was yes. president, you would say no. Now it's yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, I miss you. Yes. I All right, I'm voting for Jeb. I apologize. I'm voting I, for Jeb. I will. I would. I would take another fucked up war in Iraq and and another recession and somebody trying to nominate their best friend as a Supreme Court justice over Harriet Myers. Yes. Yeah. By the way, in case lest I remind you, we currently are in another war in Iraq. So, haha, how soon we forget there? We never. St- Stopped, did we? You know this whole this whole ISIS thing. Guess what? U.S. troops are advising, like in Vietnam, against yeah, the I, I ISIS. Hate, I hate, I hate to tell you, we've always had some presence there since yeah. two thousand and one. Or it's it's been constant. Even when we were drawing down, there was still quote unquote <laughs> We're gonna be pulling out of Germany and Japan any day now. Yeah, any day. Any day now. Yeah, now. Uh, and since and since we're talking about. Japan, maybe I can segue into. I have like a minor little joke here, but uh, okay, all right. So, uh, in case there was an abrupt edit, we had we've had some technical difficulties that we worked through. So, we're gonna resume. Um, what we're talking about. Uh, so what's up? Who knows? We talked. We talk. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? What the fuck we is got, going on? Where we are? We got knocked out of our groove. So <laughs> we had a there was a solar flare, an electromagnetic pulse solar flare, which caused uh, the grid to go down. But luckily, we are back up. I am sitting inside my Faraday cage in my bunker, my concrete bunker, my nuclear uh, fallout shelter, with my canned goods in my uh, porta toilet, and ready to resume. It was a case of bad Kofifi. <laughs> oh, man. I had a case of bad Kofifi last week. Ooh, I could not leave the bathroom. <laughs> bad Kofifi will, will knock you down every time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my uh, goodness. This is the world we live in. Man, yeah. today is a, an exciting day because it's going to be the official testimony of Mr. Comey. That's going to be, I guess, live today. So that's a big, exciting thing. But he, today, he already, like this technically yesterday, because it's after midnight, he already released the, like what, pretty much all he's going to say. He's like he, he released a teaser of what he's yeah, going to say already. So it's like there's 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 no surprises, uh, you know, that that have been said. It's it's been pretty much reported that he's going to say what he said. Um, the only thing that really gives it some type of of credence is that. You know, he's officially under oath going to uh-huh. say what we all know that he said. So that that makes it part of the official record. It's no longer an anonymous source or sources at the White House. It's going to be former FBI Director James Coney said under oath that 
Prayers of the Horses, Trump man. Asked, yeah. yeah, asked to give Mike Flynn a break. Yeah, yeah just a little, just, but, just minor obstruction but, of justice. But, oh, if, but if, if, it, if anybody thinks it's going to be enough to, to, to get Trump out of office, they're going to be very disappointed. It's, this is not going to do it. Um, you're going to to get an impeachment. You have to have a a Congress that is willing to start drawing up articles of impeachment, and yeah. there's no Republican will to do that. Um, it's also right now with all the allegations that have you know been swarming around Donald Trump, everything from you know collusion of of people in his campaign to Russian hookers peeing in a hotel room, uh, all you know, getting him on obstruction of justice just feels a little bit like getting Al Capone on tax evasion. It doesn't. But I'm more concerned be... about that the the NSA memo that was leaked that said um, that the Russians basically hacked all the local, state, and local election boards. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> seemed, that seemed a little bit more concerning that they literally. Hack the election, but uh, yeah, that there, there's there. Maybe we should be focusing on that. That you know, language is very important, and in, in, in the way a lot of these politicians and, and, and uh, people in the FBI and the uh, security agencies are using language is is, is very very important. And they're saying things like, "There's no evidence that Russians hacked voting machines," which means there's no evidence that they changed your vote. But if Doesn't, you're they're a not person, saying that it didn't but, happen, they're saying there's no evidence. No, well, they're 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 saying there's no evidence of that. But that doesn't mean that if you were a person that went down to your polling station and all of a sudden your name wasn't on their roll and you had to do a write-in ballot, mm-hmm. and a lot of times we find that those write-in ballots don't even get counted. Really? There's yes, <laughs> there's a lot of instances where these write-in ballots get lost. They don't get counted. Are you talking about the, provision, the provisionals? The provisional ballots, exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. there's there's no indication that maybe your name wasn't on that roll because it got deleted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, only time will tell what else is going to come out. But I mean, it's just a shit show. Just... Yeah. Oh my god. But I mean, but... I'm really disappointed that the. Uh, the R guy who represents the special interests got elected instead of the D lady who represents the special interests. I'm just a little bit <laughs> bummed about that. You know? But but here's the here's the pressing question, and this is the one that is kind of the scary question. If we come to the conclusion that not only did you know Russian hackers you know, hack Hillary's emails. Not only did they plant fake news stories throughout social media, not only did they set up trolls to follow on Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that with with more crap than people can follow. Mm-hmm. If they actually did... It's all alleged right now, because I don't want to get hacked yeah, by Yeah, it's all allegedly. Of course. Well, no, I, I don't just care. alleged, never, not proven. Yeah. I, I don't care. They, they, I don't have any money to steal, and all I got online is pictures of my family. So if they want to be bored, they can hack away. But if if we find that Russians actually interfered in a way to possibly change the outcome of the election, the tough and scary question 
that what we, we need do? to ask is what do we do? Because I think it's not too much of an overstatement to say that that is an act of war. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> what do we do when a foreign country has committed an act of war against the United States? Well, and I'm not looking to get into another battle anywhere. Well, I forget, I'm, I'm forget tired about, of war. There's a couple of sides, but what if, first of all, what do we do about the currently elected officials? You say, well, we're stuck with them till the next one. Do we have a new election? That's the first question. Well, that's unfortunately that's that's the only that's the only thing we can do. We have no framework in place to do anything. If we find out that Trump was elected illegitimately, if he if he was hacked into office, we don't have any framework in our constitution to handle something like that. There's nothing that says that there's a do-over for an election and I mean, there's there's, there's two not ways going to, remove, to be, you know, president. But no, I guess no, nothing that says yes. another election. You know? Yeah, no, oh, there, the, but there 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 is no other election, and and you remove Trump, you've got Pence. Yeah, you remove ew. Pence, you got Paul Ryan. Yes, it's not going. It's not if you're a Democrat or if you're a fan of of liberal or progressive policies, this doesn't get better for you for at least two years. If you can maybe take the House and the Senate back or, or both then maybe it gets better for you but there's no guarantee that'll happen and then President Pelosi Ew. yeah no that won't happen either yeah. so no, uh, well, yeah, the other concerning part about it is not only the, the hacking of the election boards but did you catch the bit about the hacking of the makers of the voting equipment Yes, yes, <laughs> and that's, and that's, but that that that's been a problem before. They they they've had rumors of that happening. I think the past couple of election cycles. So, um, you know, we do everything we can to disenfranchise people from voting in this country. Everything from drawing up districts to make sure that the party who draws them up will stay in power pretty much indefinitely to requiring all types of different voter ID and voter restriction laws to disenfranchise vast majorities of, of, of minorities all the way to not even considering election a holiday. Why is election day not a national holiday? Why is Columbus Day a holiday and, and election day is not? So wait a minute, so by that logic, I think I have a solution here. If we can get all the politicians to go out and commit, personally commit genocide against the natives, then we'll make voting day national holiday. Well, Trump does like to be compared to Andrew Jackson, so we're already halfway there. There we go. So, I think I think I see the way to get that national holiday yeah. is by yes being. Behaving like you know Columbus and the guys who followed shortly thereafter Columbus. There you go. Yeah. So, but um, I mean, I I remember at one point I thought when they were started introducing voter ID laws, I I kind of thought, you know what what's the harm in that? What's the harm in requiring a photo ID 
Because it's, bu- it's bullshit. Uh, this is yeah, no, my, exactly. I have a, a beef with, and it's it, it's a brilliant strategy. But I've noticed that um, one side, and maybe okay, maybe the D's do it their own way, and I just I'm not aware of it. But I just I am aware of the R's. They are pushing a legislation, and they're just rebranding it as something else. You know, like anti gay laws are pro-religious freedom laws you know anti-voter anti-voter suppression is you know anti-voter fraud law you know so what was it um anti-abortion laws are protecting the mother's health you know we're all we're we're passing all these laws in texas because we're protecting the mother's health you know that that shit that was going on in texas about uh, basically, it's closing abortion clinics because you have to have oh, yeah. doctors with like hospital admission, yeah. hospital yeah. rights. It's like, no, no, no. We're not restricting abortion. We're protecting women. We're not restricting voting. We're protecting integrity. It's 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 a classic, re, you know, it's like a rebranding, reframing of the argument. As opposed to saying, no, well, this is where we stand. We, we're trying to elim- eliminate abortion. We're trying to, you know, <laughs> suppress voting of, really, it's 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 suppressing Democratic no, voters. No, it's, it's, it's just because they, when they when they suppress minorities, they suppress Democratic yeah, voters. Exactly. You know, we're, we're, what was the third one? You know, like and they, then like anti-gay stuff. We don't want to have a store, uh, a bakery shouldn't have to bake a cake for a gay wedding. So we're saying it's really sure. you know, it's like that. I that really bothers me. The whole you know, it's like Do, uh, doing things to to uh, it's just marketing to to obs- to to uh, obstruct uh, registration of, of college students. That's another big one. They've They've changed a lot of laws that that make it harder to to go out and register college students to yeah. vote. I'm guessing if it know, was uh, Liberty University, it would be a problem. Probably not, but you know. Hey. But uh, shit. All right, let's yeah, throw, let me let me throw some haha into the conversation. Okay. Uh, back to let's see, random thoughts. By the way, quick check: is it still recording? It is recording. Okay, I gotta ask that. How about now? What about now? <laughs> that should be our podcast. What about now? What about now? Ooh. What about now? Um, I could circle back. That's actually uh, that's not a bad that's not a bad name actually. Really? That what might about, be the best one. What about now? What about now? Okay, yeah. put it on the list. Let's, let's okay. go listen to what about now? What about now? Oh. And then we have to explain it to a little blurb. Now, what about now? Don't explain it. They don't explain it. Let them figure it out. Wait till the last episode to explain. Just like fucking lost. They were dead the entire time. Oh my god! What uh, the leftovers? I was I hadn't, I have not seen like a single episode of leftovers, but like they just had the finale, and so I had to read the review. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Save me three years worth of watching. What what happened in the finale? <laughs> okay, whatever. Nothing. Did the, but I don't even want to talk about the, the finale. It. Ma- did the finale make the you leftover. wonder? But uh, another thing. Um, Besides uh, a name is, I was thinking, I was banding about the idea of having some intro music because I was ra- listening to a completely random podcast this week just just to get an idea of what was out there. And I don't know how, I just Googled something and somehow I ended up in a podcast. I, and I'm not going to name the name mostly because I don't even remember what the name was, but it was awful and I turned it off after like 10 minutes. But the only positive experience was that they had intro music. And I'm like, intro music! We need intro music! Yeah, okay. that That's on you, because I have no musical talent. So. Okay, and, and I have an idea. I have a little 
little snippet of a song. Because, like, when I, I, you know, I write songs and I, and I record them and stuff and, uh, and do nothing with them and I just sit and collect dust. But I have this little, I always have, like, little pieces, like, you know, little 10-second, 30-second pieces. And I have this one piece that came to mind and, like, and I never knew what to do with because it's not a full song, but it's, like, a... It's like maybe like uh, 15 to 20 seconds worth of music. It's like, I bet you that would not be half bad as, my, as the intro music. So I gotta, I gotta, I think I need to like re record it or whatever, but maybe one day I'll present it and be like, here, tell me what you think of the intro music. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for intro music. I, I like theme songs. It's not, it's just like a little instrumental with like, I think there's like some bass and some steel drums. It has like a very islandy kind of feel. Okay. Okay. But, did you uh, did you play the steel drums? No, no, it's my little my little bah, my my you know, you can synthesize steel drum sounds in this day and age. Did you know that Terror? I think I think you could do that on the Casio. Yeah, <laughs> the exactly. Casio synthesizer from nineteen eighty two. It's my little music, it's uh they call it a MIDI control uh, sound module. It's basically a little box that produces all kinds of interesting sounds, and you hook it up to. Hey, maybe, maybe our theme song should be the what the preloaded uh, Casio synthesizer uh, song was, which was "Just the Way You Are" by Billy Joel. But we could do it all in ghost sounds. Wait, what Casio are you talking about? One that you used to back have? in. Yeah, back in the 80s, uh, they had those Casio synthesizers, remembering how to speak. And, you know, you could do all the different types of sounds with machine gun sounds, dogs barking, whatever. And there was a ghost sound. But, like, they had a demo, and the preloaded demo was Billy Joel's Just the Way You Are. I've thought this through. Here's the problem, is that we would have to pay through the nose for the rights to use not Billy Joel. Not if it's only ghosts doing it. <laughs> what? Holy, what are you talking about only ghosts doing? We, we, we have changed it enough to make it different from the original source material. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, Vanilla I said? Uh, yeah, I? and I guess guess what? If, if you look at the liner notes by Six Baby, it says written by Queen and David Bowie. Oh. I guess lost. you didn't hear about that part. <laughs> That's right. He lost. <laughs> he lost. So uh, that's why I was thinking something original, and I have this little snippet that might or might not work. But uh, you know, in in the future, sometime that's my next project is to uh, try to get that presentable. Okay. That and I don't have an '80s Casio synthesizer anymore, anyway. So I it's probably hundreds of thousands of dollars on eBay. Uh, or six cents, you know. <laughs> Oh my god, and speaking of the Sixth Sense, speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, segue to the next topic, um, have you seen Split? Yes, I have. I finally got around to seeing Split, what'd you think? I enjoyed it, I thought it was good, it was, it was, it was solid, it wasn't, um, as groundbreaking or as, as, uh, wonderful as his original stuff, but it was definitely the better, better than he's done in at least ten years. Um, yeah, well, I mean, the last one he did, he's 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 sort of on a resurgence because like his new thing is really low budget, and then they're fairly successful. Like the was it the visit or something was the last one that like sort of brought him back. 
Oh, I did not see that. That was the one where the the grandparents or whatever. Yeah, neither did I. But like, yeah. it was a, a huge success, relatively speaking. Yeah, it did well. He made it for like three million dollars, and it made like fifty or something. Yeah, so that was that. He did do well. Low this budget. did well. This did well. Um, the next one is obviously going to be bigger budget because, well, I guess spoiler alert because that's what everybody says when they're talking about something that people may not have seen. But spoiler alert, this is kind of a sequel to Unbreakable. So I, it's more is, like it's more like it's not a sequel. Or, they framed it uh, as it, it's in the same universe. Yeah, it's and in the, the same the next universe. one, they say that the next one is supposed to be the sequel to Unbreakable and Split. Yes. Okay. That that's that's better. It's they're kind of making their Marvel Cinematic Universe, but now it's yeah. a M Night Shyamalan Cinematic Universe, and in this universe, the characters from Unbreakable and the characters from Split coexist. Yeah. And there's a definitive link in this movie. Uh, now, my theory is that if any, like his S movies, tell me if I'm wrong, but like Signs, Sixth Sense, Split, those are like, the good ones. Uh, I like, I really liked Unbreakable. I, di- I did. I, I liked, know, uh, I know. Yeah. I, 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 I take it you did not. It was okay. I mean, I think I've only actually seen it once like in the theater. And I was disappointed. So. Okay, okay. But uh, I'm not. I'm with him. I'm not just all about the twist ending because, to me, the sixth sense was a, a beautiful movie, and then the twist at the end made it like amazing. But I'm I, I, I'm I'm a fan of his like the journey, like the whole movie. I'm not in it just for the twist at the end. Like I'm there just no. to watch everything from beginning to end. And I like I said, I thought the sixth sense was just an amazing. Uh, it was a great movie, with the, even without the twist ending. And the twist ending is like, oh right, my god, right. pick a job. But I, oh, I, I felt, I felt, I felt that way. And, and I think Six Sense is the better movie over I, his best movie. I do agree, but I did enjoy Unbreakable. I thought it was a good superhero film. Um, yeah. I, I, I did have to suspend a little bit of belief in saying that he didn't recognize, realize he had any powers until this point. That might have been a little bit hard for some people to take, but if you get away from that, I thought it was really, really well done. Well I'll, have shots, to, I'll have to give it another chance, well, and especially well if if they come out with a sequel, then obviously I'm going to go back and I'll watch it again. Right. So, and then um, I'm sure I'll watch the sequel. You know, it's it's definitely heads and tails better than things like The Village and Lady in the Water. And I, n- I never even saw Lady in the Water. It was really weird and kind of boring. I saw The um, Village. The village. I yeah, that was yeah. the that was the first one that really disappointed me. That was the one that I was like, eh. And uh, the one that was I, oh, yeah, the, the one that was terrible was the happening. I hated the happening. <laughs> I hated it. So, and I didn't even see like Last Airbender or After Earth. I didn't see those. But uh, I vaguely remember the happening. Okay, so I'm gonna tell a little story about my viewing of Split. One more spoiler, because I, I have to talk about some plot points of Split. But, um, I don't know, it was like a month. In my mind, for all I know, it could have been three months ago, but in my mind, if it's more than a week or two, I just say, it was about a month ago. Whatever, you know. Kennedy assassination, it was about a month ago. But, um, so, about a month ago, I watched Split. It was on a Friday night, so we had these big plans for the weekend. Uh, was it Jen came into town? Steph's sister came into town, and um, it, it, it was odd because like 
So Steph was up in Jersey, so there was nobody here except for me and Baby, and then Jen came in town. It was like, uh, just me and Jen kind of hanging out. So like, well, what do you want to do? Let's go watch a movie. I was like, well, let's watch Split, because I don't want to watch it, but Steph doesn't like to watch scary movies. And, okay, so we go downstairs, we're watching Split. And by, by the way, the next day, I'm taking a trip. I'm going to meet Steph up in Philly. Okay. And, okay, so I was like, okay, well, so tomorrow Jen's going to help us you know, pack up the car because I have a baby, so get right, getting ready in the morning. I always could use the help. So we watched Split on Friday night. And where, why, why you ask? Why are we going to Philadelphia the next day? So I watched Split on Friday night, and on Saturday morning, we went to the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who haven't seen the movie, it sets. And you find out at the end, it's set entirely underneath the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> and there's all these shots of things from the Philadelphia Zoo. And I'm like, yeah. holy fuck, in five hours I'm going to the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> and I spent the whole time walking around going, yeah, I saw that in the movie. They had, yeah, that was in the movie. <laughs> I'm guessing that the underground from the Philadelphia Zoo is probably a soundstage, you know? Yeah. I but like the so. statues out front... Of the lions, the statues of the elephants. And I was like, uh, this was in the movie I saw last night. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of a very odd coincidence. I just, I had no idea. I knew nothing about the split. I mean, I knew there was, there was nothing in the trailers about the Philadelphia Zoo. So it was like right. just the timing that like the night before I went to the Philadelphia Zoo, I watched the movie set at the Philadelphia <laughs> Zoo. And it was a very, by the way, it's a very nice zoo. I really I, enjoyed it. I've, I've never really heard much about the Philadelphia Zoo, to be honest. But it's the oldest zoo in America. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And uh, it's it is a very nice zoo for maybe this a little bit smaller. But uh, excuse me, I was I was I really enjoyed it. Took the baby, really enjoyed it. Good, good. Yeah, we uh we go to the Melbourne Zoo because that's close. <laughs> oh my god. The only thing I remember of the Melbourne Zoo was that there was like a, a morbidly obese alligator in the pond. An alligator <laughs> with a triple chin. I'm like, I've never seen an alligator with a triple chin before. Uh, he, he, he may have succumbed to his uh, obesity because I don't think I've Heart seen Heart disease. Him, so. The alligator died of a coronary yeah. disease. <laughs> it's, it's a small zoo. There's not a lot exciting there. The, the best things about it are the, the, the meerkats. Uh, and uh, feeding the draft—that's—I've—I've that's I've actually only been to the Melbourne Zoo once. L- need I point out that literally for about eight years I lived a half a mile from that, probably yeah, even less were, than that, a quarter yeah. of a mile from that you zoo. You were just down the street from literally. Across I could have no. I literally could have walked to the zoo from my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could have. And I'm not it's much a- of a walker. I'm not talking like, well, I'm gonna go for a five mile hike. Like I, I, I live so close to it, I never went until like. But, it was. I went once to the Melbourne Zoo. Very nice zoo. Very, very tiny. It's it's small. It's small. It it doesn't take all day, but it's it's not bad. I kind of like that it doesn't take all day. It's it's less than an hour drive for me, which is a whole lot better than trying to go down to Miami. Um, it's a good way to kill the day. Uh, the girls enjoy it. I have uh, annual family pass, and the girls always want to get a milkshake at Burger Twenty One afterwards. So hey, is that in Melbourne? 
Yeah, it's over there, uh, just past the Walmart now. At the uh, oh really? Oh. At the end of the giant yeah. plaza out there. Oh, dude, they built so much over there. Really? So yeah. much. They've got a, a Buffalo Wild Wings there now. They've got a Outback. Oh. They have Wait, a didn't world they? of beer. They didn't have a Buffalo Wild Wings. I guess no, because we used to go to the one down in Palm Bay. Yeah, they have a Buffalo. They have a world of beer over there now. Yeah, we went to the world know. of beer. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's right. We did. That was that was there when. Speaking of the world of beer, are we still recording? Yes, we are. Okay, just a little segue there. I got to work on my segues, you know. <laughs> um, let's see. So let's see. I'm looking. At, I actually have notes. What to talk about? Let's see. Talk about that. Talk about that. Talk about that. Uh, let's see. The wife and I. Let's see. We were watching. We're almost done. We've been watching Luke Cage on Netflix. Oh, I love that one. That was are you fun. done with it? Have you watched it all? Yes, I've watched. Uh, the only one I'm not caught up on is I have not watched Iron Fist yet. So, but I've this, watched... this is the only one we have watched. Like we haven't watched Daredevil or Jessica Jones. Oh anything. wow! No. We've this is oh. like the, our first one. Oh, Jessica Jones might be my favorite of them all. Believe That's probably next. Really That's good. next. I wanted to do Daredevil, but for some reason, wife's like, "We're not watching Daredevil." I'm like, and I'm like, well, I don't. Let's do Luke Cage. Okay, Luke Cage. And I think maybe uh, yeah. next we're gonna do Jessica Jones. She doesn't want to do Daredevil, or. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, well, then you should do it. <laughs> I got boy. I got in trouble last time for doing that on my own. I mean, shit. I uh, you, you know about the whole fringe incident? I think you mentioned it before. But I wrote uh, on Facebook. I wrote a little thing about basically we were supposed to watch it together, and then like I was sneaking watching. It was so good, and she kept like stalling. And, oh, I don't feel like so. I kept like just watching, watching. First, I was sneaking it, and I was like, I was like two seasons ahead. Finally, she said, "Fuck it." And, like, I just watched the entire series without her. Well, We're, that's one thing if she said she wanted to watch it with you, but you said she doesn't want to watch Daredevil. No, she did, but I just got sick of waiting for her. So she does want to watch Daredevil. So I, I don't know. So if she if she absolves me of any guilt for Daredevil, then maybe I'll watch it. But we're, yes. the thing is, time is so limited that it'll be a oh, long I time know. before I get to it. I would have to, like... We, you know, like watching stuff together before we before I dive into Daredevil. Yeah, I mean, I still have. It's summer now, so there's um, there's we're hardly watching anything at all. But like, I have other stuff to do. Yeah, of course. No, I understand. I I um I I'm, I my wife doesn't watch this stuff with me. She doesn't really. We definitely don't have time, um, and she doesn't really care that much one way or the other. So we watch a couple of shows together. And even not that much anymore. Doctor Who was the thing that we still watch together, and they're already like on the eighth or ninth episode of the season, and we just watched the first episode last week. So this is like what the seventy third season of Doctor Who. Uh, roughly, yes, roughly. So. <laughs> like literally, it's been on since what? Like that was the first show on television. It was like well, Test Patterns, and then Doctor Who. No, well, well, the the funny thing is, um, they took a break. Uh, about a ten year break. They they were not on the air, but um, they started in sixty three, nineteen sixty three. I want to believe. I, oh, I believe. Yeah. And uh, for those of you not familiar, they had a brilliant idea. the the first The first man that to play Doctor Who actually started to 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 suffer from dementia, and and they were very popular at the time he was on. And they did. wait. Is that where they get the name from? It's like yeah. And you're, what, he's like, I'm Doctor Who? What? 
Actually, he's he's not he's not named Doctor Who. He, he is his name is the Doctor. That's his name. So. Right, and he kept asking, but Doctor Who? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, so so they had the brilliant they had the brilliant idea of let's make the character regenerate, and we can recast somebody else and keep the show on. So they have done that, and they have done that. They just keep 13. changing doctors, yeah. But yeah, yeah, thirteen times now. So, and it ran, it ran, uh, from sixty three to about I want to say ninety five, ninety six, in Great Britain. Then they took a wow. ten year break with only a Fox movie. If anyone remembers that, that in like ninety seven or ninety eight, huh. with Eric Roberts as the bad guy. Uh, a Fox Doctor Who, and uh, then it was gone. And then 2005, it got relaunched and was a really big success. So. What's well, the thing with like British series? Like Benny Hill was on the air from like the 60s to the 90s, like 30 years, Jake. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, holy shit, Benny Hill was on the air that long? So I remember watching the reruns like in the, in the 80s or the 70s. And I'm like, wait, Benny Hill was on the air for how long? Um, the. The, the British do, they don't do long, long seasons like we used to do. We're actually moving towards that kind of British style. But like a, a season of Doctor Who is like 10 episodes long. That's it. We, we used, you know, we did traditionally over here, we would do what, 20 to 22, 24 episode seasons. Well, of I mean, come shows. on, Britain, Britain is a very small country, we have a lot more room over here, so we have room for many more episodes. <laughs> Wide open spaces where you just pile the episodes high. But but we're moving we're moving to that shorter thing. Uh, Netflix TV shows are usually thirteen episodes long. Uh, you're seeing a lot of a lot of networks have things that only stay on for about six months and do thirteen, you know, fifteen episodes. It's it seems to be a trend that we're moving to, and, and actually, it's for the most part. If it's a continuing story, if it's one long arc, that's how I prefer it. I don't like trying to stretch out a story over 20 episodes because it really does tend to get padded after a yeah, while. Yeah, well, if it's just a continuing story, then they, if they want to just add another season, it's just, you know, you get the same, you know, two seasons, a two, two one, you know, classic season over two seasons. You know, it's like the episode, and it's, if it's popular, just keep going and going, whatever, you know? Um, I think it, I think shorter seasons give uh, uh, audience a, a little bit of a chance to catch their breath, uh, kind of look forward to it, miss it. I think if it's on constantly, it tends maybe, to get maybe shorter attention overlooked. span. Oh, that could be part. You know of what? It, I blame the millennials because that's millennials are blamed for everything. I blame the millennials. They're yes. ruining TV. They can't watch twenty six goddamn episodes. No, oh, we can only watch 13. <laughs> you still have 26, or, well, not 26 episodes, 20, but you 20. still have 20 to 22 episode things. It's just, they're not usually one consecutive story. And even when they are, they, they sometimes do feel padded. There's episodes you could throw out. Walking Dead was really padded this season. I swear to God, I watched the season of Walking Dead. I think I could have watched about five episodes and gotten the same effect. That doesn't bother me. I enjoyed it. People were bitching about, like, my sister-in-law just stopped watching after the, the first episode because she thought it was too violent. I'm like, oh, just, just whatever. 
It's fine. Wait till the next one. The next season will be great. Yeah, it's still quite enjoyable. It's. I'm not, I'm it's, not that fussy. I I haven't stopped watching it, and I'm not going to stop watching it. In fact, I think there were some things in the last episode that were really good. Um, uh, but it's not. It's not. It's past its zenith. Let's put it that way. Do you remember? Do you remember the scene in the last episode towards the end? When, when Rick was talking to Sean and he asked her, uh, is it still recording? Yes, I okay. remember that part. And what did Michonne say? She said, yes, it's recording. Stop asking you, Dad. <laughs> Alright, and we're back to that. Um, I completely gave up on Fear of the Walking Dead. Fuck that show. I uh, I haven't watched... I, I watched the first hour of the, the premiere. I haven't watched the second one yet, so... You mean like of the current season? Yeah. Oh no! Like I gave up on like I I only watched like half of the second season. I just like stopped watching the show. Oh okay. Yeah. It's, it's like this is not worth my time. I mean, maybe yeah, I'll go back to it when like, I guess when like all the cheese I've watched all the cheese documentaries on YouTube, then I'll probably go back to it. I actually thought they picked it up a little bit at, at uh, last season. There were some necessary changes to a couple of characters that I thought was pretty good um we're talking about like sexual reassignment what are we talking about uh no uh character development character development yeah character development some changing of some perspectives that probably needed to be done okay you're trying not to give too much (laughs) you're trying not to give too much away yeah I don't yeah, I'm trying not to give too much away in case you okay. do pick it up. So, all right, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. Shit. What's going on? Yeah. But like yeah. the wonderful thing, the wonderful thing about my job is I have I have days like today where I worked and I worked outside in the rain and it was a really really bad day, but I have other days where. I sit in a room and look at a computer and there's a TV next to me and so I've caught up I, I, I have I have watched three and a third seasons of Star Trek Deep Space Nine almost Ooh, completely at work I'm in, you know, in season, I'm in season four about a third of the way through so nice very nice yes yes love it yes. love it yeah it's uh I that was the one that got that I kind of got lost yeah I, I watched I, I found out that I, I thought I had only watched the first couple of seasons. I found out watching it again that I had watched the first three seasons. But somewhere in season four, life caught up. And I know I was working a couple jobs. I think I was taking some classes and stuff like that. So something had to give, yeah. Yeah, something had to give. And I just could not keep up with that show anymore. And so I missed basically seasons four through seven. So I've rewatched seasons one through three, and I'm on season four now, and it's like watching a new show because all of these episodes are new to me. So nice. Have you got to the what was it the Dominion yet? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the the Dominion, the Dominion actually showed like season two. Oh, okay. So, yeah. The War, yeah. the Dominion War, or whatever. Well, the war hasn't started, but it's it's uh, it's, it's, it's co- oh yeah yeah the, the the where where I'm at right now the the Klingons have just started war with Cardassia, they've just attacked Cardassia. Yeah, okay. 
Is that so. Kim Kardashian? Yes, yes, Kim Kardashian. War, war <laughs> attacked Kim Kardashian. Okay. So. Uh, let's see. Oh, what else is going on? I mean, fuck. Um, you want to talk about the news some more? You want to talk about, I have stupid stories. What do you want to talk about? I'll tell a stupid story. Why not? Or you just make a quick mention, because we can throw in some life. Because this is like a two guys in their 40s with family. We were, earlier, we were talking about how we both do shipped. Because we both have oh, um, aged relatives. Yes. We, we do their grocery shopping for us. It turns out we both do shipped, too. Because, yes. like, my 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 aunt's in, in, in Fort Lauderdale, in Pembroke Pines. And, and then your mother. My mother's in Fort Pierce, yeah. And so for we those both, who don't know... Shipped yeah. is a is an app uh, an app for uh, Publix uh, supermarkets, and if you don't know what Publix is, that means you don't live in the southeast. And I'm sorry, because like the Dom, I would say the dominant grocery store. Yes, in Florida. Yes. Yeah, and, very and, nice. And, and uh, it is uh, is a very good app. It's it's easy to use. It you know, you get to order your groceries and have them delivered. And you pay a little bit more for it but not too much yeah i think it's hundred dollars for the year for the service and then basically they deliver it they do the shopping and deliver it to, to your old old person's house exactly and i've and taken I a found- break i've taken a break but i'm gonna resume here next week because my folks have been down visiting my aunt so they've been kind of um taking over the grocery shopping but i was doing it for a long time um because they weren't there. They weren't there, and now they're there. Then they're going to be leaving again. So, like, whenever my folks are not down there, I do the grocery shopping for the end. Yes. Yes. And uh, never never give a, a, a ship shopper a four-star rating unless you hate them. <laughs> because apparently anything less than five, and they will not let them come back to you anymore. <laughs> so, no, so, like, I, so for, like, one star, they will, one actually, that, they will be executed. They, they will, will execute actually, them right there on the spot. Yes. They will drop, and then they will cut them up and drop their body parts in the Everglades to be eaten by alligators. Boar's head is apparently not just turkey anymore. <laughs> oh wow, Boar's head is people. Uh, yeah. By the way, just kidding. We love Boar's head. We love Boar's head. We love Publix. We do. I do. Every time I go down south. I always have to go to Tijuana Flats five times, and I go to Publix for a, a turkey <laughs> sub for lunch. Always, there I have to go. go get my turkey sandwich from Publix because they make they make such an amazing sub for lunch. Yeah, yeah, they do. Publix they do. Deli. Yep. And then Stephanie whines and complains because they have a a Roadrunner raspberry froyo that you, that she misses and she can't get. It. At Publix. Yeah, and the, it's frozen. Section the uh, Roadrunner Raspberry. Roadrunner Raspberry. I have to look at it. Yeah. I'll mail. I'll mail one to you. Oh jeez. Okay. I'm not gonna put it in a cooler or anything. I'm just gonna mail it to yeah. you. <laughs> in like a box. Oh, nice. Maybe you want to use a Ziploc bag. Just to see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Do you know what I said to the last person who mailed me ice cream? What was that old thing you said to the last person that mailed you ice cream? Is it still recording? It's still recording. Okay. Come on, you haven't figured it out by now. Come on. I'm going to start <laughs> slipping it in. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, 
What else? Here's, here's a stupid story. Um, not the mango mango story. We'll get to that later. We'll, we'll close the show with the mango story. Okay. But um, so I want to talk about Disney. I want to talk about specifically the vault. You know what that is? The Disney vault where movies go for a while until they yeah. come back like 10 years later? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me explain. Now, so that's it. So we pretty much covered it. So next topic. <laughs> no, no, no. So obviously, we, you know, we're both have kids. I have a two-year-old. And um, um, Steph's getting on me because we won't want to watch she we want to watch some of the Disney movies and because of the vault it's not even I don't know if it's because of the vault whatever but like the big the big, the point to make here is that you still have to play discs we want to watch the Lion King we have to have a disc of the Lion King yes so like now we have a Blu-ray of the Lion King and and then I think somebody some friend or something somebody has like a couple or Steph has some old Little Mermaid discs and so like so like, we have to have a Blu-ray or DVD DVD player to watch these things. In this day and age, it's like, oh, we got to set up the Blu-ray player to watch the Disney, which is kind of annoying. So then the fun comes in because we moved. We moved into the house back in August, and of course the garage is still packed, with, packed to the ceiling with boxes. So the goal was this weekend was. Steph gave me the assignment of you have to go find, go to that garage and find the Blu-ray player that's packed in the garage somewhere. Wow. So that was my fun this weekend. It's going through, and it took like two days of like, when the evening rolled around, the baby went to bed, 30 around like 9 p.m. on both Saturday and Sunday. Me digging around the garage, going through boxes. I had to make a couple passes to try to find the right box with the Blu-ray player. Jeez. I would have Taking forty bucks and gone bought a new one, but hey, <laughs> yeah, no. you do you, buddy. You do you. I have a, I have a, <sighs> actually, I have a confession to make. Um, I've always liked Disney, and so even though I just had kids, you know, my kids are five and three, I have always collected the D- Disney movies when they came out on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh-huh. So if you name a classic Disney movie, uh-huh. chances are I've got it. Song of the South. That I do not. <laughs> but here's why. Here's why. Oh, I know why. Re- Trust me. I know why. <laughs> it was not released in the U.S. <laughs> it's never been released on any home media in the uh, U.S. I was in the U.S. You can get US. a PAL never. version in the never. U.K. You you can. I assume actually- it was released in other oppressive societies like uh, like 80s South Africa. I, no, it was actually released in the United Kingdom. And they have oh, okay. a PAL. They have a PAL version, and people have. Bought the really? PAL version and converted it to to to, to, to VHS. Yeah, there is a PAL version of Song of the South. See, Darren, you're pissing on my joke because I was trying to make a joke about like apartheid. And... Yeah, I know, but hey, okay. <laughs> Truth right. wins. Sorry, <laughs> commence pissing. But 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 hey, what do the British know about colonialism? All right, <laughs> <laughs> slavery. I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, I've got. I've got Bambi, Snow White, Cinderella, Lady of the Tramp. All, you know, most most of them I, I have. Wow. Blu-ray? DVD? Um, both. I started when they were on DVD and then 
moved to Blu-ray with some of them. That's what I was wondering. Is like the Lion King came out in what the early '90s. We have the Blu-ray, but like, I'm, is it, it's high def? Did they like redo it in the high def? Ah, uh, good question. I don't know. I, so I'm watching. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm even like today it was on. I'm watching. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's high def or not. I mean. <laughs> It's a Blu-ray. I'm not sure. What so let me let me continue the story about the garage. Just, just let me yes. wrap it up. Yes. Again, so like, like, like we have like inventory, electronic, like a spreadsheet, and I was trying to find the right box. I couldn't find the right box. Couldn't find the box that said it had the Blu-rays, and so I don't know what happened. I was because I was I was like my system was all wrong. Like I made a pass, and like I'm not mean like lift and move around like fifty to sixty boxes, whatever. I don't know. And I made the second pass. But so the thing is, I'm spending all this time in the garage. Before I started this on Saturday, I said to my wife, I said, listen, going to the garage, we have stacks of boxes. It's possible. It's not like highly likely, but it's possible I could get buried alive in a stack of boxes. <laughs> so you need to check on me periodically. I said, every half hour. You need to check on me to make sure I have not been buried alive in the garage. A stack of boxes has not collapsed on me. So she did she open the door, pop her right in, and say, are we still recording? <laughs> wait. Uh, uh, wait a minute. And what did, what, did, what did I say? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you kind of screwed that up because... How, why are you asking? Whatever. I like, I like the attempt. <laughs> I like the attempt at humor. There. Okay. <laughs> wait. Are you still recording? Uh oh no I haven't I actually forgot to start it. Ah, we'll see there you go. <laughs> yes I'm recording. What kind of a boob, nincompoop, and numbskull would not record? Oh I'm sure you'd find a way. <laughs> uh so yes so she popped her head in I think like I think like like every I told her every half hour pop your head in so like twice twice in a row she popped in and then like. The third time she called, or uh, one of the times she called, one of the times she popped her head. But I knew she was gonna. Okay, so I knew she was gonna, or she was gonna pop her head again. So then my little mischievous thoughts. I was like, how do I have some fun with this? And so I decided to fake being buried alive to see her reaction. Oh God! <laughs> I had this giant box, this giant empty box. It hold, held whatever. I think it was an old car seat. Like we bought a, a shitty car seat. That is really big empty box. So what I did was like I knew it'd been 10, 15, 20 minutes. So I laid down on the floor of the garage and put this giant empty box on top of me. And I waited. <laughs> and I waited. And I waited. And I waited. And after about five to ten minutes of laying on the garage floor, first of all, I'm like, this garage floor is kind of cold, and this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I had an old maternity pill lying there that Steph asked me to throw out like two years ago. But I'm like, of course it's me, right? So I still had it. <laughs> and so I got, I'm like, do I have time? Oh, I hope that while I'm getting up and adjusting, she doesn't come in. So like I said, okay, just got to do it. Got up, got the maternity pill, got research ready, laid back down. Um, so I'm laying on the floor of the garage, maternity pillow underneath my head, listening. Now, the whole time I'm in the garage, I'm listening to like, I was listening to um, WTF Mark Maron podcast. Like, throughout this whole ordeal of searching, I was listening to the Mark Maron podcast to kill time. So I'm laying on the floor of the garage, and I had a maternity pill, listening to Mark Maron podcast, with a giant empty box laying on me, waiting for my wife to come into the garage and discover me buried alive. <laughs> and you fell asleep. 
No, I didn't fall asleep. She, what did she do? She opened the door. She's like, you find the Blu-ray player yet? Not a single fucking reaction. Nothing. I got nothing from her. She's so used to my bullshit. She opens the door. She's like, you find the Blu-ray player yet? I'm like, hang on. What if I was buried alive? Like, she's like, yeah, I know you. Whatever. I did that whole bit. Laid, I laid on the garage, the cold garage floor and for like she 20 minutes. Bad to get an eyelash. A, nothing. Did not bat a fucking eyelash. But I'm like, this will be great material to mention in the podcast. <laughs> this is the stupid shit I do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's see. She's checking on me to make sure I'm not buried alive. How do I, how do I then play this to my advantage? What else can I do here? Uh, <laughs> so like the next one, I'm like, I, should I contemplate actually getting buried alive? Should I like do more elaborate thing? Like, okay. I'm going to stack up full boxes, and I'm going to put a little crawl space underneath it, and I'm going to set, you know? And then, of course, I actually get buried alive. And, <coughs> and you die. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's a funny story in the emergency. <laughs> but, uh... And won't she feel bad when you're dead? Um, there was some mention about the life insurance policy. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> She'll cope. Yeah, I think she'll be. And I keep mentioning to her that I'm worth more alive than dead. We don't have that much life insurance, and I'm worth more alive than dead. Uh, yeah, me too. So. <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh... Oh, wait, no. I'm worth more dead than alive. Never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have decent life insurance, so... I wouldn't tell her that. <laughs> oh, she knows. Oh, <laughs> uh. Thankfully, she doesn't cook, so. Well, also mention, you also mentioned things besides money, but, like, you know, it'd be a lot harder to raise two children on your own as opposed to having help, you know? Yeah, but she does it five days a week anyway, so. Ooh, ooh, ooh okay, maybe, maybe. Bad, bad topic. Never, never mind. Forget that line. Uh, withdrawn, Your Honor. Withdrawn. Oh, let's see what else. We talked about this. The meta stuff. We talked about the podcast. We need some intro music. We need a name. Like, what, did, what did we say the name was? Um, is it still... Who Was it... That we went from Double Enders to... Uh, what's Happening Now? What was it? No, it wasn't What's Happening or Is it on? Is it on, yeah. Is, is that it? Is it or on? what's on... What's, no, it's What's On Now? What, what, oh, man, it was good. I lost it. You it have doesn't matter. We have it, we have it on tape. You have to play it back and... <laughs> And by the way, I'm officially old because I just called this a tape. <laughs> we have it on tape. <laughs> we have it on tape. Just like my mother, I swear to God, this fucking day. My mother Roll 212! My... Roll 212! <laughs> my mother still calls it Boston Chicken. Boston Chicken? My still... That's how you know when you're old, when you refuse to adapt. My mother still wants to go have lunch at Boston Chicken. It hasn't it... been Boston Chicken in 20 fucking years. It could be worse. You could have called it Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like, like she means Boston chicken, but she calls it Kenny Rogers. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know, the one with the spinach, the 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 you know the rotisserie stuff and the sp- the cream spinach. You're talking about Boston Market? No, 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 Kenny Rogers. <laughs> it's the, the one that and- makes it good. God damn it! The one with the cornbread. Yeah, yeah, that's Kenny Rogers. No, it's Boston Market. <laughs> She, my mother, oh, oh, even better. 
My my mother still <laughs> refers to Asian people as Orientals. Oh, <laughs> those Oriental girls. <laughs> the, those it's Oriental mom, mom. It's Asian now. They're Asians. <laughs> Asian Americans. Ah, uh, Oriental. But but you know what? Out of all the PC, it's still called Oriental chicken salad, right? There's still Oriental chicken salads in restaurants. I think they moved that to Asian too. <laughs> no, I've still seen them. It's like apparently you're allowed you're allowed to call the food Oriental, just not the people. Well, they are making Murder on the Orient Express or remaking Murder on the Orient That's, Express. That's that was the name of the train. Yeah. So like the Orient, I think I think as long as you're okay, as long as you don't refer to people as Oriental, it's still Oriental rugs. Oh yeah, so Oriental rugs. It's I think it's if you refer to inanimate, inanimate things. Oriental, I think that's okay still. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I tend to not generalize. I just tend to refer to, like, for example, there's a very large Korean population in, um, like, the area here, and, like, there's a really awesome Korean grocery store down the street. And there's, like, this little, like, area off of 40 that's, like, like it's called, there's actually a sign that says it's, like, Korean Highway, whatever, but, like, there's, like, these really great Korean bakeries that I go to. There's a there's these Korean there's a chain of um, it's called Bonchon it's Korean fried chicken and there's um, um, it was like there was a weekend where uh, it was just me and the baby and Steph it's 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 a it's a re, it's a local chain it's called uh, H Mart and it's a Korean American grocery chain and like Steph never wanted to go in there and I'm like so it was me and the baby one Saturday and I'm like we're going H Mart because I just want to go in there and. Uh, and it was fun because I got I got this really awesome dessert. It was, it's uh, it was like mochi. It was like mo- kind of. Like, are you familiar with mochi? Like when you go to the ice cream place, the Frogger place, you get mochi topping. Okay. But it was like this. It was actually that's actually Japanese. So like at the Korean place, I got like this really cool Japanese dessert. It's like this sweet bean paste inside this like pastry. And uh, so I'm all about um, my Korean uh, city mates, if you want to call that my. What are we, I share I share my town with these lovely Korean people, and I, I love their bakeries and their grocery stores, and I go to them all the time. Like, cool. And I know you've done your part because you fornicated a Korean lady for many <laughs> for many years. You cohabitated and uh, you know fornicated with a Korean lady. So <laughs> well, well, you know we all do our part. It was an actual marriage, and she was <laughs> and she was half Korean. Okay, well, so we're about the same. Okay, so she was half Korean. I go to the Korean chicken bake. I go to the Korean restaurants, and you married a half Korean chick. That's the same. same yes, thing. yes. In other both, words, we both eat our fair share of Korean. Okay, yes, exactly. we got that. <laughs> Didn't I make that joke? I made that joke last podcast about. Korean I don't taco. know. Probably. Yeah. Yes. It all goes back to two topics: Koreans and fellatio. <laughs> What do you want to talk about this week? You want to talk about Koreans or fellatio or fellatio and Korea? <laughs> That's this sounds like a transition into mangoes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about mango? So, for those of you who don't know, um, we had some technical difficulties, and we like recorded most of like well, there was like fifteen minutes of discussion and ten minutes of recording. <laughs> By the way, are we are we still recording? It was. It was it was fifteen minutes of discussion and eleven minutes of recording. Okay, are we still recording? By the way, yes, we're still recording. Okay, fantastic. So, the only thing we missed was the story. So I'll reiterate the story. It has to do with uh, 
um, eating things. It, um, it has it has to do with you having to have things that are no longer av- readily available. If yes. there is a food product, and we've we've covered this before, if there is a food product that is no longer readily available, no longer on the shelves, no longer easy to access, Ted has to find a way to continue to consume said product, even if the company is no longer making it. Right, but this is usually a product that I had been eating already, and then they discontinued it. Yes. Out of all, yes. all the things we've talked about, except With the for, exception when, of the twi- except for exception Twinkies, for Twinkies, except yes, for yes. Twinkies, this yes. is all stuff that I loved and was not discontinued and then became discontinued, and then I obsessed about getting it. And there's another yes. example. This is a recurring segment. I don't know, we can call the segment the the uh, discontinued food segment or whatever. Just a quick question. With your obsession of, 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 of eating things that you can no longer eat, do you have any restraining orders from ex-girlfriends? Just curious. Uh, <laughs> it's most... The, uh, ex, ex, is still in effect or expired? Because <laughs> I currently have none that are in effect. Let's just, and okay. let's just move on. Okay, we'll move on. From and then, now, no, knowing that some of my exes, you'll know that I would have been the one taking out the restraining order. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. 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 But please continue with your oh, yes. desire oh, yes. to, con- to to consume. eat things that you can't get. <laughs> so the latest. Okay, so of course, if Brooks. Okay, so. If people are not familiar, Brookside makes a lovely, um, like a dark chocolate candy where it's like dark chocolate covered. There's like there's there's like five, still five or six flavors. There's like pomegranate, goji, kicks ass, and blueberry, and had that one. That's good too. There's all kinds of flavors. Yeah. And um, oh, what else? There's we uh, keep adding more and more. Those again, but not ones, whatever. Oh, and by the way, we talked about. Last week we talked about the trip to Scranton, Pennsylvania, and the side trip to Hershey World. Hershey World had a flavor, a unique flavor that I'd only seen there. Mucus. Hershey World had a Concord grape, a Brookside. Oh wow! Concord grape flavor. The only time I've ever seen it was up there, and so I got a couple bags, like another. So like I've seen, I've seen like five or six, probably more. I just can't remember them all. Five or six different flavor, awesome flavors. So Brookside and, is is Brookside owned by Hershey or? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. You would think, right? But, like, maybe it was just a, maybe it's a distributorship. I don't know. It's uh, possible. Okay. It sounds like somebody has homework to yeah. figure out. Uh, okay. Sure. Um, Hershey, the Hershey <laughs> it's, it's called Google. Center. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to know. I'm going to actually write a letter. I'm not an email. I'm going to write a letter. Not type a letter. Longhand. I'm going to get out a piece of paper and a pen. I'm going to write a letter, put it in an envelope, send it to Hershey's, and ask them about the ownership of Brookside. Or maybe I should please, send a letter to please Brookside. Please do. And then our, for our next podcast, you can tell us on tape what happened. <laughs> yes. By the next podcast, you mean like three years from now. <laughs> that actually reminds me, because I was... Oh god, I can't even, I can't remember the details, but I was looking at something. It was like it was like a shampoo or some sort of candy. I think it was some sort of candy. And on the side of it said questions I think was it M&Ms or something it was like questions 
call this 800 number. And, like, I was half tempted to call the 800 number to ask the candy-related questions. Like, they have an 800. I really wish I could remember. It might have been Brookside. It might have been. I'm just trying to think what's, what candy I have at work. Um, to- it might have been Toblerone. It, might, it was, like, one of the, like, M&M's. It might, but it was, like, there was an 800 number. And I think maybe I should call the 800 number and ask them questions about that candy. <laughs> that seems like that would be funny. So, <laughs> does it say <laughs> questions about candy, or does it say just questions? You're right, because like I play that so, joke on ser- so, servers all the time. So if they I said, call them up, I say, yeah. who's the 18th president of the United States? They can answer <laughs> that for me. They'll be like, uh, they'll be, they'll be like, uh, Ulysses says, Grant, bitch, what else? <laughs> By the way, are you impressed that I can rattle off the 18th president? I am, I am impressed. I'm very impressed. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I play that joke on servers all the time, because like, anytime I'm in a restaurant, and if the server makes a mistake, instead of saying, any questions about the menu, they say, do you have any questions? I always respond with, what's the capital of, of uh, Bolivia? Say, what's the capital? Yeah. And they go, ah, we'll pause. Do you, you know, know the capital of Bolivia? Do you know that you've had a ton of spit in your food over the years? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know how much? <laughs> if it's just spit, ask your server. Fine. <laughs> if it's if it's just bit, I'm perfectly fine. I've had some very attractive servers, and some of them have even been women. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I'm not going to judge. Okay. Yes. Good. Spit. Spit. Whatever. What? 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 Hep- what letter of hepatitis are they up to now? <laughs> Is there a Q? Hepatitis Q. <laughs> You want to talk about obsessions? We'll, talk, we'll circle back to the mango flavored Brookside, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're disease ridden. I'm just saying the strippers at your bachelor party would have insisted that you wear that condom. Oh my god! So they were worried about catching something from me. Exactly. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, check please. <laughs> Speaking of obsessions, I'm dying to get my hand on some B batteries. I would so, love a B battery. A B battery, huh? Yeah, good. And a single A. I don't want a fucking double or triple A. I want a single A <laughs> and a B. And hey, we, <coughs> go ahead. We, we have digressed from your Brookside story. We'll get back. We'll back. Okay, you we're can't. You back. can't constrain the conversation if it wants to meander. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can you can rein things in. <laughs> but I don't want to. My my our wives are not here. What so that's usually their job is to rein us in. That this is true. This is oh, true. I thought their job was just to ignore us. When they're not reining us in, they're ignoring us. Exactly. Ignore, exactly. ignore, rain, ignore, rain, 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 <laughs> ignore. It, it, you know, vacillates between the two. Oh my god! I believe that song or that children's nursery. I often sing to my daughter. You know, rain, rain, go away, come against Mother Day. They're talking about mothers and wives raining in people. That's what they're talking about. <laughs> and we're teaching our daughters this. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, at some point the daughter will become a woman who will oh then have to God. reign in somebody. Much, you know? much quicker than you're ready for, sir. Much quicker than you're ready for. I, my daughter is already telling me to shut the fuck up in her own way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, daddy, Absolutely. daddy, no. Go over there, Dad. Sit down, Daddy. Yeah. My, my daughter gave up an exasperation on me the other day because I didn't know how to do her hair. I don't know how to bow, you know, hair and braid hair, and I'm not, I don't know that stuff. Yeah, I've, I don't understand well. it, I don't know, and, and she's just like, she just looked at me and was like, don't, it's okay, daddy, don't worry about it, I, I won't do it today. She literally said, don't worry about it. Uh, I'll, I'll have mommy teach you. <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, that brings me back to, I mean, that reminds me about a, uh, a bit of wisdom, a, a comedic bit by a certain comedian who does no longer exist. Who talked about fathers were the geniuses of the house. But apparently, that's you're no longer allowed to quote Bill Cosby routines. <laughs> now, here, you know, that actually is something I wanted to talk about. You segue into something and you didn't even know it. it was oh, no, I have, a whole, I have a whole opinion about... Actually, I'm working, I'm working on a stand-up bit about... Art about this t- this topic about what about the art versus the artist yes exactly about yeah. well go ahead you start off should well, i finish the mango scene story first uh, i th- i thought we weren't being reined in okay well, just remember we have to get back to the mango scene story yes we will get back to if i don't if i don't forget you know to, to record it we will get back to it so let me just do i'll just do the fucking magazine story there's a lot of build-up it's like another okay. two minutes bottom line is there's a flavor of brookside that's discontinued i first discovered it ironically on a trip to florida at target in um lauderdale whatever this delicious it's only i've only found it at target it was mango and mangosteen. I assume mangosteen is the is the Jewish version of mango. But, <laughs> um, so mango flavored Brookside, and I love them. And I've been buying them regularly. I've been buying them up here at Target, and then they've been harder and harder to find. And then finally, I went to Target, and they were like on clearance. I'm like, shit, they're discontinued. I'm starting to freak out because it's in the long line of like discontinued foods. Now they're canceling the mango flavored. Uh, Brookside, which is just absolutely... I don't often use the word scrumptious, but I'm going to go ahead and say scrumptious. Oh, it's scrumptious. Once a a decade tops. (laughs) Um, Would you say it goes past scrumptious and borders on this exquisite? Um, Exquisite. Yeah, except exquisite doesn't sound fem enough. So I need an adjective that's <laughs> more intense, but also as femme. Because scrumptious is a very femme, a very kind of kind of pansy kind of word. And again, and you know, I don't want to. This is nothing to do with nothing to do with gay, or if I say effeminate or whatever. No, that's not like that's not what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get at like there's a concept of like wimpy that is not about sexuality. Louis C.K. does this great bit about about faggots because he uses the word he talks about the fact the the concept of a faggot is not about gay it's about annoying or wimpy so like his he sums it up he's like he's like if like some guy is like saying like oh you know you know you know the difference between who or whom he's like 
He's like, some guy could be like sucking a dick and to like stop and correct you about saying the difference between who knows. He's like, stop being a faggot and go back to sucking that dick. You know? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a classic bit, but it's like, it, it's nothing to do with homosexuality. It's a term just referring to like annoyance or pain. So it's like when I say like, when I say like scrumptious, it's like femme. It's like, same sort of concept. It's like wimpy, not tied to feminist or gay. It's just so wimpy, if, you know? Because my leave- wife. My wife will kick my ass every day. Of the week. You know, she's oh, yeah. she wears the pants in the family, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm the woman in the relationship. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm. The, but it's so it's not it's not about it's not about gender or sexuality. It's about whippiness, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's leaving the room and saying toodles. Yeah, I got you. But uh, it's whatever you want to call that, you know. But like scrumptious. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not wimpy enough. It's not whatever. So, like, what, what is a word that would be, like, exquisite, but, like, a little bit more, you know, would, would make Would, would make the, the, the boys in your fantasy football league go, what the hell did you just say? That kind of thing? The kind of word that would get your man card revoked, at least temporarily. Exactly. So, like, exquisitely, oh. I, it's, it's, you're the... You're the you're the fucking English major. You're, well, let's you need think, let's let's think. Uh, I'm thinking words that men don't say a lot. Um, savory, savory. Although I don't think it really applies to savory. this particular thing. But no, savory. Carlin Carlin says that savory is like a it's like a, a meaningless made up marketing word that nobody ever says that something savory. You only tend to see it in advertising. You see savory. Just because marketers use a word doesn't mean it was made for marketers. That savory existed no, but like, before have, advertising. Who, who else uses it? His whole point is that marketers and nobody else uses it. Savory. It's like nobody uses that word except for marketers. Savory. Savory. Well, that would. So then, if you were to use it, it would definitely raise eyebrows, but maybe not for the same reason you want to. I'll tell you, so you have your homework. I'm going to call the 800 number for. M&M's or whatever it was, <laughs> and you have to figure out a word that's a little bit more, a little bit more, okay, wow, what's the word? Oh, oh, here's like, one for you. What? Delectable. Delectable. Scrumptious and delectable. Ooh, that's delectable. That's, that's, quite <laughs> that's a, quite yes, yes. Delectable. Delectable. Scrumptious. More delectable. I near, near. I say nothing more scrumptious and or delectable than the mango-flavored <laughs> Brookside that I can no longer get. And so I went on. I'll wrap it up really quickly. But like on Amazon, okay, because you know once I can't find it at Target or whatever, it's like okay, go to eBay, go to Amazon, see if I can find it online. Of course, they're selling it on Amazon. Somebody's selling it for like twenty bucks. And I was reading the comments on Amazon. It said. Oh, the reason why, and I noticed also the picture was slightly different than the ones I usually buy. Like the, 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 whatever, the writing was different or whatever. And the comment said, the reason why it's 20 bucks is because this is from Japan. Apparently you can still get them in Japan and somebody's buying them in Japan and reselling them. Like they're normally like three bucks or four bucks and it's like they're selling on Amazon for 20 bucks. And then I started to think about Japanese food and Japanese taste. And I, I do like, you know, I love sushi and Japanese food. It was like, but it, it makes me uncomfortable to have, like, tastes, certain tastes in common with the Japanese. For example, bukkake. And if you don't know what that is, just go on the internet and don't, Google bukkake. Don't, don't, no, don't not Google. Do not Google. Do not Google. <laughs> go to work and Google 
Bukaki. And then when you're looking at home, looking for another job, you can listen to this podcast. No. But, so, like, Japanese, they invented Bukaki. So, it's like, I'm not comfortable with having tastes in common with Japanese people, for example. Like, what do the Japanese like to put in their mouth? They like to put ten cocks in their mouth and mango candy. So, like, you know, I I love the Japanese. I love sushi. But it just makes me slightly uncomfortable to have, to like candy that only the Japanese like. Let's just say. Oh shit! I love the ja- I love the Japanese. It's my it's my favorite part. It's my, they're my favorite Orientals. Dude, guess what? What? The thing cut off again. Are you serious? No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> oh, you ass! Oh my god, the fucking oh, you asshole! Oh my god, the mango right right in the mango story. I can't believe you fucking did this, this during the same story. God damn it! Oh man. Good one. I shall give you props. That that joke was both scrumptious and delectable. It was delectable. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck you. That's it. So that's the mango story. Let's let's close out the evening because you know because old man Cosby's on on trial. Let's go. Let's circle back. So, so you start you start us off, and then this will be. I think this is the last thing because it's 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 two a.m. and I probably have to get up somewhere around. Eight tomorrow, so this will be the last thing of the night. Okay, the last thing of the night. Wait, wait, and you want to circle back to, to old man Comey? Cosby. No, old man Cosby. Oh, old man Cosby. I thought you meant the Comey trial yesterday. Old man, I don't, oh, I don't, Cosby. I don't often quote the comedic bits of, of, of Comey. Oh, I do. <laughs> the, guy, the guy, the guy is six foot eight and tried to blend in with, with the curtain. <laughs> That's some that, funny shit right there. I don't care who you are. But he wasn't trying to be funny. It was just... Sometimes you're funny. It's just fucking you're hilarious. Not, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, Anyway, so the question I, I have... Touché. Touché. The question I have and, and, and the topic I wonder is, is it possible to separate the art from the artist? And if so, is it something that can be done immediately, or does a certain amount of time have to pass? Um, what Bill Cosby has done is allegedly has done is is horrible, and I don't think. Anybody... I mean, it's so hard for him because basically, the terms that people banding about are th- you know things like you know allegedly, of course, are uh, you know we're talking serial rapists here, not not even like yeah. Not even it's, like rapists. Like, well, what's worse than a serial rapist? It's, yeah. No, it's it, there's there's no defending what he did. You know, again, allegedly, there's no defending what he did. Let's just okay. Well, let's just let's just continue the conversation. We'll just assume everything everything for the rest of the conversation is alleged. Okay. Okay. The question is, can you appreciate his comedy again? Because I consider comedy an art. Just like music, just like acting, just like filmmaking. I mean, the problem is that you you still you still have to take it for what it is, which is he was one of the greatest comedians of all time. Yeah. I mean, I you know, and and just you know, groundbreaking. Obviously, because the big thing is all the groundbreaking things that he did for you know black community in terms of like what the first 
black person to star in a network TV show, I Spy. Obviously, then the whole thing with the Cosby Show and the the you know America's Family. And hey, hey, big shock! Black people are just like everybody else, right? Yeah. In like the eighties and uh, that you know groundbreaking. Um, and also, you know, just I don't and, and again, I don't know if it necessarily stands the test of time, but like, or maybe it's just me because like trying to go back and watch it it's in terms of it being dated like you watch it kind of it's like trying to watch old episodes of whatever from the 80s or the 70s it's like actually you know, i i believe it or not i saw an old episode of the cosby show just the other day and um it, it's a little dated as far as the 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 structure and the framework as far as being a family comedy which doesn't really exist in that format anymore but right. still some of the jokes still landed and his comedic timing still landed i still laughed there was at least two or three times in that episode that i laughed and it was it was funny i I can tell you i still know my favorite episode of the cosby show it just blew me away it was i think it was first season but it was when theo had to live in the real world for 24 hours and he came home from school and his house was is like his family were pretending to be different characters, like in in a restaurant. In a, I remember in a, that. An apartment, in a bank, and he had to live in the real world. Yeah. And I gave him money, and like, and that blew my mind. And like, I still remember that was just like that was amazing. So then, I, and um, and it's like you know, and then his dad played the landlord, and Rudy played the bank president, mm-hmm. and Denise played the the waitress. And Cockroach was his friend who played this boss. And, like, I still remember that. And, like, I mean, I just remember being blown away by that. Because I was like, whoa. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he was he was a very talented, very funny man. And it's a shame that this is how we're going to remember him. But he has to pay a price for what he did. He can't do what he did to those women and, and, and not pay that price. And that, that I, means- I agree. But, it, but like... You, you can't have a top ten list of the greatest comics of all time without mentioning his name. No, you can't. You can't. It's just impossible because he was that great. And again, I mean, it, you know, it's tough. And I mean, but like, okay, so like, so, we, but but that's the thing. Can we can we separate? Can you separate art from artist? Um. So here, let me let me throw out my. My, this is my rule. This is my rule. And tell me what you think. I, mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but my rule is if you... you can t- I, My rule is I think you can take the art that was produced before the person committed their crime or their, did their whatever. I think that's okay. So okay. Michael Jack apparently now unfortunately with Cosby it doesn't apply because this stuff goes back to the sixties. Right. But for for example, Michael Jackson, I don't think he was allegedly molesting boys when Thriller came out. I think that was much later. Huh. Um Okay, OJ is it's a bit it's a bit hazy because he didn't murder anybody until the nineties, but he was beating his wife in the eighties. So like, can you enjoy the naked gun? It's really hard for me to enjoy the naked gun. With him. Uh, okay. But you know, that's so. That's my rule. It's like, well, 
But see, Did here, it happen? Here's, here's the thing, and, and, and this is and this is where it's easy for me to say that I can still appreciate the art and not the the you know and remove the artist from the art because I'm not in a repressed class. I am a white male. I'm not in any way been somebody that's been traditionally you know discriminated against uh, preyed upon uh, enslaved in any way shape or form I'm we as Louis CK would say we I'm a white male <laughs> um, so therefore the effect that these the, 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 the things that these guys do the crimes they commit they may not be as relatable to me as as they are for some people because you know, I'm not a woman. I don't have that fear of really being raped. I'm not a kid anymore, you know, child molestation. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it this way because I'm coming around to my point, which is I've known that you've had for a while a problem with Mel Gibson, who on the list of celebrities we're talking about has not committed a crime. He hasn't put it, done anything as far as being imprisoned, you know, you can well, I mean, say he whatever you want. Did have the, the DUI? Drug, the DUI, yes, but I, yeah. we, we don't. Also, get, there was we, that thing about bat. Also, you forget that he um, battered his girlfriend. Yeah, that, that, that that is. I did forget about that actually. Okay. Uh, but but he didn't go to but jail. You know but we, like, we we tend we tend to not get too upset about DUIs. You know, I mean, even some like. I mean, like with with drug problems and but, wife but what, beating, but he's pretty real, much qualified as an NFL player. You know? Yeah, exactly. What really got him on the outs with 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 most people with Hollywood is the, the anti-Semitic comments. And yeah, I no, know that. Not excuse me. You are forgetting the N-word stuff that he said. That too. Yes. Yes. The racial. Comments. So it wasn't just anti-Semitic. It was it was racist. There was a lot of racist stuff. Well, Bill Maher just got away with it this weekend. So. Um, he took some heat. He took some heat. I don't he think he should be fired. No, but he's um, not. He took some heat, but I mean, Mel Gibson was persona non grata for about ten years. Okay, but the, but look the, at but look at Bill Maher. Look at his character. He is like super liberal. But that he's but a just, comedian. He's also just, like just, he but, is but, so. I don't. Just, I don't see him as a racist. I see him as making yeah, but just bad because call, some, but a joke. Somebody stands on the right side of a political issue that you agree with, you know? No, no. I'm Is talking about right? it, the fact that he seems to be like the most anti-racist, like uh, based upon his professional life, his personal life. Apparently, he's had like many black girlfriends. Yeah, um, but that that kind of that kind of goes. I know black people, so. I have a no, black like, friend. I, you know? No, to have to have like multiple black girlfriends goes more than just I know. Guess what? So did Thomas Jefferson. So <laughs> oh, oh Jesus, <laughs> that's not necessarily your. I thing. think I think that might have been a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm not excusing what he says. That word should not. He should not have said that word. People should not say that word. You know. Um, but, but, but let me, let I look me. at his character, and I don't see. I don't think that yeah. he's a racist. And, but, he's like, if you look at watching him over the years, he's like very pro-gay, pro-black, pro everything. You know. Uh, 
I like understand. pro inclusion. But if you, but if you ask if you ask Ben Affleck, who took real offense to the things he was saying about Muslims, he is a racist. Oh, Bill Maher is very. I think Bill. Well, also if you look at his guests, Bill. For, for, again, might I point out it's pronounced Muslim, not Muslim. You fucking racist bastard. <laughs> um. Um. Bill Maher has over the year had many Muslim guests. Reza Aslam, and there's that one lady, I can't remember her name, she's like a, a lesbian Muslim, like, um, is she, uh, she's some sort of politician, I think, in Minnesota or something. But, like, he clearly has a problem with um, the extremist wing of well, the religion. He has a problem with religion. But oh, has, obviously, yeah, he has a yeah, problem with religion. Has, yes, and he, a problem, he has a problem with also militant Islam. And I think he has a problem with the fact that, um, but his problem it, goes more, goes a little bit further than just militant Islam. He he loves to trot out the statistics about how many people believe in Sharia law and this, that, and the other, and you know, not all religions are created equal. And, and he really puts the the focus on the entire religion, not just the extremists. Yeah, yeah, I, I and, agree. And that I agree. has that has given him. Yeah, Reza uh, uh, Aslan was one of them that, that that basically called him an Islamophobe for some of the things he said. Ben oh, Affleck, really? yeah, Ben, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck is, I don't think, has done the show since that episode. But I, I, we're kind of digressing. Yeah, but Ben, stuff. Ben, Ben's been a little bit busy too, you know, with the with the boozy drinky, you know. So. But but we've we've kind of digressed. What what I wanted to kind of go back to is you're you seem to be okay. With Cosby, you seem to be okay with Michael Jackson. I'm not sure where you stand on. Oh, I'm not sure. Where you, uh, as far as as far as their art, as far as their art, not as far as what they've done. I'm but, I'm just saying that you have to but, look at the fact that it was so good that you can't you can't like make him. He's not. You can't make him like Trotsky, where you 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 erase him from the photographs. Right. Like he he was one of the greatest comics of all time, and Michael Jackson is is like the greatest pop star of all time. He has like there's no I'm, dispute right. that I'm Thriller sure. has sold the most albums in I'm the not, history not, of I'm music. Not, I'm not know? disputing any of that. I'm not sure where you stand on Roman Polanski and his films, but you know. But my question is, do you give Mel Gibson that same leeway? Because I know you were very very angry at him, and I understand. That being angry, you know, you being Jewish. Well, I, I do, I do, because remember, Braveheart and Lethal Weapon came out way before that stuff. Okay, but so according to my rule, he gets a pass. I can enjoy Braveheart because okay. that happened okay. way before his drunken tirade. And then I also, I also consider the fact that he says that it was due to the booze. He was in a drunken rant, right? And he that that's his excuse. His excuse is saying he keeps saying like. That wasn't me, and it was the booze talking. And, and the, the, you know, other comedians have made the joke of like, "Well, I've known a lot of drunk people who don't have drunken rants about Jews," you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like. So, I don't necessarily buy. Think about the environment that Mel Gibson was raised in. His dad was a known like anti-Semite. No, I understand. And I understand. So, I'm not sure about the whole that wasn't me thing, but like, my my rule definitely holds up. I mean, that was at least at least the stuff we know about was after 
was after uh, Bra- yeah, I can enjoy Braveheart and uh, I don't know what's another good one by Mel Gibson I don't know fucking um, what Gallipoli I don't know I've never seen it now. Um, um, if I definitely want to forget about Gibson's anti-Semitic um, tirade, I can go back and enjoy The Passion of the Christ. You know? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Exactly. I don't know. So it's tough. I mean... Uh, but like, yeah, yeah, again, but, but here's whole... the thing. But now can you watch Hacksaw Ridge? Um... A tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, I would probably watch it just because of the story. Right. Um, I got to be honest. Since the Cosby thing came out, um, I think I went back and listened to Bill Cosby himself. Just is one of those things that was like, well, how good was it? Because he was the news I was thinking about. I'm like, how good was it? I got to listen. It's been a while since I've listened to it, and I'm like. And just, I was reminded about how good it was, how amazing yes, it was. Yes, it like, was. It was really good. And I was like, well, I don't know. Should I? It's tough, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough scenario. But, like, with, it's, it's going to be hard. Well, the joke I was thinking about doing on stage was about, like, like, at some point, I need to, like, introduce my daughter to all this amazing stuff. Like from Cosby and Michael Jackson, so I just I should just take one weekend and we should just have a big film festival, where like I play Bill Cosby himself and I play Thriller. We watch a little Braveheart. We watch maybe Rosemary's Baby, or Chinatown, and then uh, <laughs> who's missing? From, and just get it all out of the way. Who's missing from that list? Maybe yeah. the Naked Gun. I don't know. Roman Polanski. Yeah, that's that's. Well, you said Chinatown. Oh, you know maybe maybe yeah. a little. Um, uh, Annie Hall to wrap things up. You know. Yeah, yeah. He has been accused of uh, by his daughter of. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. no. That, that's true. Yeah, I guess no, it's not no. Sue Nee, but the other one. No, yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah, she she is. The, pro- so the, the problem with Alan in that list is that nothing was ever proven, but like, or, or gotten on tape. Polanski, you know, he yeah. was convicted. Yeah. Um, Michael Jackson. Well, actually, Michael Jackson got, got off. Got, I think, uh, Michael Jackson Michael was Jackson convicted of a damn thing. He sold some civil yeah. cases. And, and, as as of as of this day, Bill Cosby has not been convicted of a thing. That is true. Except so. that I'm sorry. When 60 women come forward, yeah, sorry. Well, I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm just saying if we're using the barometer of uh, Woody Allen hasn't been convicted of anything, well, that's true of several of the other people. Um, yeah, I mean, Woody Allen. And don't forget the mamas and the papas. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just really ruined your night, sorry. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, you're right. I mean, the whole, the whole, oh, oh, man, you're talking about um, Mackenzie Phillips. Yep. John Phillips, Mackenzie Phillips. Yep. Yeah, I did. I did actually forget about that. I mean, California Dreaming is an amazing song. Art and artist, art and artist. And let's not forget about Coconut Kokomo. He co-wrote Kokomo. Jesus, I forgot. We that. to give up. He was in a. Oh God, incestuous relationship. 
kind of rapey. I mean, there were so many things. Like, he gave his like, 12-year-old daughter heroin. The first time he, she did drugs was, like, like he shot up his daughter with heroin. It's like, ah. Oh. And then, like, and then while she was, like, high in heroin, passed out, she woke up to him on top of her. And it's like, yep. Him, him on top. Yeah, that's right. right pronouns. Um, and then the whole, then she was an adult in a consensual incestual. It's like, oh, girl. Yeah, I know. That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. It's real tough. But like California dream. Mm-hmm. Let's end it on a light note, a lightning round question, because I had this discussion oh, with boy. my wife, and you have a daughter yeah. as well. What yeah. is what is the first 80s coming-of-age movie you will show your daughter? Uh, probably Personal Best. <laughs> <laughs> of course I kid. Oh. I thought, you, I thought you were going to go with uh, my tutor, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. <laughs> For those of you who are not familiar, when you're at work, <laughs> look up either of those, and then while you're packing up your belongings from your, your cubicle or whatever. Uh, you know me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 80s coming. <laughs> 80s coming. Oh, I don't know. Shit, eighties coming. Of, you're talking about like a John Hughes movie or something. Well, there's a lot of the different things that coming coming of age. I think my daughter's actually already already seen it because I showed it one time. To me, the the, the one that they saw first, as I consider a coming of age movie, is E.T. Yeah, fuck that, fuck E.T. Okay, I'm not. I'm brave enough to say fuck E.T. Okay, that's fine. You can say fuck E.T. I still think it's a quality film, but that's fine. I think I think if you take ET out of the equation, which apparently you have, I think the first one a child should should see, that's relatively safe for a parent to show at a younger age, is the Goonies. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We haven't even really done. We haven't done any movies past all the animated stuff. I'm gonna have to do some homework on that. Eighties coming of age. Yes. Full Metal Jacket, definitely Full there Metal Jacket. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> For this sure, reminds me. For sure, they will movies, be Red Dawn. Sir will show his daughter Red Dawn. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh god. Well, that. Was oh, the by light. the way, that, see that pr- the proves I'm not racist. We have an Asian friend. Oh, no, there see, you go. There you go. I have to play the third. He's like half this and half that. He's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's all gun nut. <laughs> We're not racist. We have friends of different minorities. No, no. <laughs> Miami. So people who are not familiar with Miami, Miami is a melting pot. It is not like a, it's not like what you would call like a standard demographic of the U.S. where you have, you know, X percent African American yeah, and Y percent Hispanic. And all. Miami is like an incredible melting pot, and it's like minority. Is it accurate? It's minority white. Uh, absolutely. Um, actually, well, I, I mean, it, that's discounting Hispanics because Hispanics are white, but like, yeah, minority non-Hispanic. As, as far as far as like. American, Caucasian, waspy-ish, yeah. Non-Hispanic. Yeah, way. non-Hispanic. But, like, so that's where we grew up, basically. Yeah. And, like, we... And, then like, I didn't even realize, like, America wasn't like that until, like, I left Miami. Because, like, that's just the upbringing that I got. Yeah. I've just... You know, so, like, like you know, every single one of our classmates was, like, every color of the rainbow. And it's, like, all our friends are, like, you know, sir, he's, like... Like, like so, you like, you're... So you're... Your first wife is half Korean. Surf's like half Asian. No, Surf's Laotian. Different. Laotian and Thai. And his and his 
baby mama is Cuban. Yes. So he has a half. He has a half Cuban, half Asian baby. Mm-hmm. What and, else? Well, and, 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 and the baby's half brother and half sister are half Cuban, half black. Yeah. Yeah. Then then okay then oh great here's one, Can, uh, Candace she's half Japanese half black. Yes. Married yes. to a white boy. Married to a a very we can call like could we call him like a redneck? Yes, I would call him a redneck easily. <laughs> but uh, so, oh, what else? I'm so, trying to think. So, I'm a Jew. So I'm a Jew. So their so their daughter is half white, quarter black, quarter Japanese. I'm trying to think, man. Like, but it's like everybody. Everybody went to school with was like our valedictorian was Cuban. Our salutatorian was like what, what was Amanda? She was she's like, from India, wasn't she? Indian. She yeah. was like what was she? I believe so. Yeah, she was Indian, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so like I said, we grew up we grew up in a melting pot. You sure did. And, uh, you sure did. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, Asians, Hispanics. So we're definitely not we're definitely not racist because we have all kinds of we have all kinds of <laughs> and we have not heard from our black friend in many years. Yes, uh, we have to. Not you since your wedding. Dam- not since your wedding. I don't know what the fuck's that's a different story. But yeah. uh, Damon, Damon, if you're listening, call us, you piece of shit. <laughs> That'll that'll get the phone ringing. <laughs> I mean, I actually knew I knew him. We went to middle school together. Wow! Like, I knew him since like the fucking sixth, seventh grade. Somewhere. Wow! About as long as I knew Bruce, because Bruce, I knew Bruce and Damon in middle school. Okay. Yeah, I was don't new- talk to you, I don't talk to either of them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I I saw Bruce. I saw Bruce a couple months ago at the yeah. Star Wars convention. So, but I haven't seen Damon forever. So. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I wonder if his mom is. His mom is having, oh, whatever. Yeah. Different topic. But, you yeah. know, we wish him well. And we hope to talk to him sometime soon. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. So, but, uh, back when we make it big, when we really break it big, and then we listen and we're like, hey, they're talking about me. Yeah. Oh, it's a piece of shit. So, on that note. I, well, I was gonna say, and I was gonna tell a joke. Um, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, all right. We were watching, so we got the Blu-ray player, and we're watching The Lion King today. And I'm listening because I, I have never actually seen The Lion King. Really? And, and uh, it's really good. Yeah, and we're listening to it, and I realize that Matthew Broderick is the voice of the old of the older Simba. He killed a guy. And. <laughs> He did. He was. He was riding on the. He was driving on the wrong side of the road in England. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I think not, it was a lady. Not, I think it was a lady. He that's killed. not okay. He killed somebody. He killed a person. Yes. But the point I was trying to make is that I'm hearing Matthew Broderick, and the only and as the voice of Simba, and the only thing I can hear in my head is Matthew Broderick from Biloxi Blue saying, "Oh, it's hot. It's Africa." <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can hear in my mind is Matthew Broderick and Bloxy Blue. Rowena! Sim- Rowena, having sex with Rowena. So like, I'm like, oh, I'm glad my daughter has not seen all those 80s Matthew Broderick movies. Maybe Bloxy Blues will be the first coming of age movie. Oh, that is a beautiful coming of age movie. It's such an interesting, it's like, an, it's like a 1940s 
male Jew coming of age movie. Yeah. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that screams my daughter coming of age movie. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. On that note. It's time to go to bed. It's 2.30. I have to get up for work. And my, my wife. Excuse me. We had a we had a we had a good one this evening. Yeah, I I thought it went well. Uh, technical difficulties uh, notwithstanding. Ah, fuck. Is it still <laughs> recording? Yes, it is. So oh, thank God. All right, that's enough. I got I got uh, two. I got three hours left in my. Nice. But, so I think so. I think we've covered everything. So maybe I'll call the uh, M M&M and M hotline, and you could. Do you have homework or something? Do I have homework? Oh yes, I have to Google something. I can't. Oh, uh, Google. Wait. What would I have to Google? Well, you came up with the oh, word. You oh, came yeah. up with no, exquisite. No, I, no, I, uh, uh, scrumptious. No, no, exquisite. Yeah, exquisite was no delectable. delectable. I, I don't even remember. But the point is, Delect- you came up with the words. So I thought delectable. you had some other homework. Oh wait, I had to see if Hershey's and Brook- Brookside were uh, interrelated as far as companies. So that's what I needed to look up. Okay, whatever. So uh, let's see, let's see. So maybe one one of these years we'll get some intro music. You know what? We're actually missing one thing. What's that? Somewhere to post our podcast. <laughs> we, we need to start posting our podcast. Oh, we're still missing a name, too. Oh, and an um, audience. <laughs> what did we call today's? Was it? Is it on? Who, I don't know. We haven't recorded. Double, like, double is Enders it, is, is it on. What the hell are we who doing? Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Oh my god, what the hell are we doing? That's not really the that's not really the title of a podcast, that's really the title of my life. What the hell are we doing? You and me both, buddy. You and me both. Alright. So. Uh I actually had one more story. Should I save the story for next time? Yeah, let's save it for the next one. We gotta have something. Uh, I got one. Alright, I'm here's the teaser. You know, in the business as we say, here's the teaser. I did some home repair, we can talk about that. Ooh. Has to do with the toilet repair. Ooh, I've had to do that and before, so I'll, I'll tune in next. Good, that's great. So we can talk about that toilet repair next time. All right, sounds good. All right, man, it's been fun. I shall talk to you soon. Okay, take care, and we Signing will off. see our whole audience next time on whatever this podcast is named.